0: Thanks for listening to Porchlight Music Theater's WPMT. If you love classic musicals, why not check out Porchlight's Sondheim at 90 Roundtable, our discussion series focusing on the complete works of Stephen Sondheim, with me, Porchlight Artistic Director Michael Weber. I've had a great time discussing all of the musicals of Sondheim's incredible career with stars from Chicago Theater, Broadway, and beyond weekly throughout Sondheim's 90th birthday year, Listen today to Sondheim at 90 Roundtable for a behind-the-scenes deep dive into the mind, the music, and the writing methods of one of music theater's greatest composers. Available right here on your favorite podcast platform. Search for Sondheim at 90 Roundtable or visit porchlightmusictheater.org for more information. I'm Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theater. The Pirates of Penzance, or The Slave of Duty, with a libretto by W.S. Gilbert and music by Arthur Sullivan, premiered at the Fifth Avenue Theater in New York City on December 31st, 1879, making this the record breaker for the oldest production we have presented on this program. The Pirates of Penzance was the fifth Gilbert and Sullivan collaboration and the only one of the team's productions to have its official premiere in the United States. At the time, American law offered no copyright protection to foreigners. After the Paris previous production, HMS Pinafore, achieved success in London in 1878, approximately 150 American companies quickly mounted unauthorized versions that often took considerable liberties with the text and paid no royalties to the creators. Gilbert and Sullivan hoped to forestall further copyright piracy by mounting the first production of their next show in America— before others could copy it, and by delaying publication of the score and libretto. They succeeded in keeping for themselves the direct profits of the first American production of The Pirates of Penzance by opening the show themselves on Broadway prior to the London production, and they also operated profitable U.S. touring companies of Pirates, along with their other hit HMS Pinafore. The composition of the music for Pirates was unusual, in that Sullivan wrote the music for the acts in reverse, intending to bring the completed Act II with him from England to New York, with Act I existing only in sketches. When he arrived in New York, however, he found that he had left the sketches behind, and he had to reconstruct the first act from memory. Gilbert told a correspondent many years later that Sullivan was unable to recall his setting of the entrance of the women's chorus, so they substituted the chorus, Climbing Over Rocky Mountain, from their earlier production, Thespis. Sullivan's manuscript for Pirates contains pages removed from a Thespis score, with the vocal parts of this chorus altered from their original arrangement as a four-part chorus. Some scholars have suggested that Gilbert and Sullivan had planned all along to reuse climbing over Rocky Mountain and perhaps other parts of Thesbus. They argue that Sullivan's having brought the unpublished Thesbus score to New York when there were no plans to revive Thesbus, might not have been accidental. In any case, on December 10th, 1879, Sullivan sent a letter to his mother about the new show, upon which he was hard at work in New York. He wrote, I think it will be a great success, and it is exquisitely funny, and the music is strikingly tuneful and catching. Here now, you can judge for yourself. On the December 11th, 1950, production of The Railroad Hour, with Clark Dennis... Lucille Norman and Gordon McRae starring in The Pirates of Penzance.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the railroad hour. And here comes our star studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the charming Gilbert and Sullivan comic opera, The Pirates of Penzance, starring Gordon MacRae and his two guest stars, Clark Dennis and Lucille Norman. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and the music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight, another great musical success is brought to you by the American Railroads. The same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae!
2: Thank you. Thank you very much, Marvin Miller, and a good, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, sir... We're off to that delightful world of nonsense and charming improbability that was fashioned by Gilbert and Sullivan. I'll be the very model of a modern major general. Clark Dennis will be Frederick, and lovely Lucille Norman will be Mabel, as we bring you the Pirates of Penzance. Be a pirate. Well, I have. Quite confidentially, just between you and me, I often lock myself in my study, pull out a wooden cutlass, and sing a rousing pirate song. Oh, better far to live and die under the brave black flag I fly than play a sanctimonious part with a pirate head and a pirate heart. Away to the cheating world go you. We're pirates, all are well to do. But I'll be true to the song I sing and live and die a pirate king. For I am a pirate king. And it is, it is a glorious thing to be a pirate king. For I am a pirate king. king. It is, it is a glorious thing to be a Pirate King It is the Pirate King the Pirate King Oh, alas, I am no Pirate King I'm a Major General A Paragon of Respectability And the father of eight daughters All girls Meanwhile, off on the rocky coast of Cornwall, some real pirates are having a high old time. One rocky coast of Cornwall, please. <laughs> Thank you. And now let's hear from a real pirate king. For a king, the pirate's Harry Bill, a king, of pirate's And a king to make a fairy. The Pirate Planet rises from indenture, fleet. From his arm and team he said, he's a pirate now. And he is the dark and precious, precious, the indenture. the Pirate Planet, will no the Pirate And the to make a Mary, let the Pirate come at midnight tonight, you will be twenty one and a full-fledged member of the Pirates of Penzance. Pirate King, I thank you, but today I leave you forever. But why a keener hand never scuttled a canard or shipped a handspike, whatever that means? I was apprenticed to you, and it was my duty to stay, because I am a slave of duty. But it was all an error. An error? What error? I cannot tell you. It would reflect on my... Nay, dear master, better have it out at once. When Frederick was a little lad, he proved so brave and daring. The father thought he'd sent him to some career deep bearing. I was the last his nursery maid, and so it fell to my lot. To take and by the promising boy, a to a pilot. A life's not bad for a haughty lad, so surely not a high lot. Though I'm a nurse, you could do worse than make your boy a pilot. <laughs> I was a stupid nursery maid on breakers always steering. And I did not catch a word or write through being hard of hearing. Mistaking my instructions, which within my brain did gyrate, I took and bound this promising boy, apprentice to a pirate. A sad mistake it was to make and doom him to a bylaw. I bound him to a pirate, to you instead of to a pilot. Oh, pardon me, Fred, but the two words are so much alike. They still are, but at midnight, my obligation ceases. I must say we haven't much to offer, Fred. We don't seem to make piracy pay. I'm sure I don't know why. It's because you're too tender-hearted. For instance, you make a point of never attacking a weaker party than yourselves. And when you attack a stronger party... Oh, we always get thrashed. <laughs> then again, you make a point of never molesting an orphan. Of course. We are orphans ourselves. Yes, but it's gotten around. Now everyone we capture says he's an orphan. The last three ships we took were manned entirely by orphans, so we had to let him go. And all. I don't think much of our profession either. But contrasted with respectability, it's um, comparatively honest. Meanwhile, my eminence, the very model of a modern major general, accompanied by all eight of my daughters, were off for a picnic, where the rocky coast of Cornwall. A beautifully blue sky hope today and yet it's rain but yesterday, tomorrow Oh, Father, I just know something exciting is going to happen. Well, it always does about this point in a comic opera. Why don't you girls run down to the seashore and go waiting? We will, Father. It's such a beautiful day. A beautifully hope and yet but yesterday, Shoes off, girl Stop, ladies, stop Don't remove another shoe A man Who are you, sir? Alas, I am a pirate A pirate? pirate? Ladies, ladies, don't be afraid of me Tonight I am renouncing my profession Oh, how wonderful it is to see you Up until now, the only woman I have known is my nursemaid And so I thought all women looked 47 How handsome he is How pitiful his story. Oh, is there not one maiden breast which does not feel the moral beauty of making worldly interest subordinate to sense of duty? To such an one, there be, I swear by heaven's arch above you, if you will cast your eyes. Your love as mine Can help me find We'll be somebody Remember, those other pirates, they are not renouncing their profession. They will seize you. A lovely idea. Seize one each, men. <laughs> so we can all be married. Oh, okay. A doctor of divinity resides in this vicinity. Wait. There is something I want you to know. Our father is a major general and in charge of the National Police. Hmm. A, a major general? Yes, Permit me to introduce myself. I am the very model of a modern major general. I've information vegetable, animal, and mineral. I know the kings of England, and I quote the Pisa's article from Marathon to Waterloo, an order categorical. I'm very well acquainted too, with matters mathematical. I understand equations both the simple and quadratical. my binomial theorem. I'm teeming with a lot of news. news. Let's see what rhymes with news. News, blues. Baby needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> And uh, oh, I have it with many cheerful facts about the square of the news. Many facts about the square hot news. 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 Very good at integral and differential calculus. I know the scientific names have become the very model of a Modern major. <laughs> I know our mythic are reeking out the sense of I answer hard across I have a pretty taste for paradox. I quote an illigigist, all the crimes of heligapolists. conics, I can floor peculiarities. But abulous! I can tell and doubt a and of wavy and dare a dozen I know the croaking chorus from the frogs of Aristophanes. And I can hum a fugue of which I've heard the music. Dinner for. Huh. What do we have now? Four, nor Dinosaur. Oh, I have it. And whistle all the airs from that infernal officer's uniform. Then I can write a washing bill in Babylonic uniform and tell you every detail of Caractacus's uniform. In short, and magic, vegetable, animal, and mineral, I am the very model of a modern made to <laughs> And now that I've introduced myself, I should like to have some idea of what's going on. Very simple. We propose to marry your daughters. Against our will, Papa? Against our will? You mustn't do that. May I ask? This is a picturesque uniform, but I'm not entirely familiar with it. What are you? We are all single gentlemen. Yes, I gathered that. Papa, they are pirates. The famous pirates of Finzac. Now, wait a minute. I object to pirates as sons-in-law. Mm, and we object to major generals uh, as the fathers-in-law. Ah, an idea. Gentlemen, have you ever known what it is to be an orphan? Oh, dash it all. Here we go again. <laughs> Gentlemen, I am an orphan boy. Then our rules protect you. You may be an honorary member of our band. <laughs> Oh, dear. What do you suppose they'll do when they find out? I'm the only orphan in the British Empire who still has a mother and a father.
1: we to the second act of Pirates of Penzance in just a moment. At this time of national crisis, Americans remember that this is not the first Christmas season during which our country has faced a grim and trying future. 173 years ago, General Washington's army encamped at Valley Forge, lacked food and fuel and arms and clothing, lacked almost everything but tremendous spiritual courage and a strong faith in the righteousness of their cause. And that strong faith in the new ideals of liberty and freedom of opportunity inspired our young nation to win through to final victory. Today, with Christmas only two short weeks away, our country faces another sobering crisis. And as we make our Christmas preparations, we cannot help thinking of the many thousands of heroic men in our armed forces who will not spend Christmas Day with their families. Men who will spend this important season on the frozen, snow-covered battlefields of Korea, fighting to preserve the same ideals of freedom and liberty that fired the souls of Washington's army in that winter at Valley Forge. And today, thinking of these men of our armed forces, we know all America is determined that they shall not want for anything we can give them that will strengthen them in their valiant fight against overwhelming odds. The railroads of America are deeply dedicated to the achievement of this goal. They are making full use of all the improvements to their plant and equipment installed since the end of World War II. Since the start of the Korean War, the railroads have greatly expanded and speeded up their programs to meet the ever-mounting transportation demands of the country. And for the future, they are determined to provide every rail transportation need of our armed forces, first, fully, and without delay. Hi, this is Porchlight Marketing Manager Austin Packard. Thank you for listening to WPMT. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today at porchlightmusictheater.org. We appreciate your consideration and hope you enjoy the show. Now here is act two of our Railroad Hour impression of The Pirates of Penzance, starring Gordon McRae as the Major General, Clark Dennis, and Lucille Norman as Mabel.
2: Frederick, help me. My poor father is so sad, so unhappy. Major General Stanley, tell me, why do you sigh? Like my boy, I have escaped from the pirates by lying to them. And when they find out, what will they do? It is midnight, and I am no longer a. The 21st birthday has arrived. I am free to join you as we march against the pirates of Penzance. Are not your national police here to help protect you? Oh, they are indeed. I should call them. You know in America they have an expression for this. All right, Louis, drop the gun. <laughs> when the foreman bears his steel, we the uncomfortable feel. Ta-ra, ta-ra. And we find the wisest thing ta-ra, 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 ta-ra. is to slap our chest and sing Tarantara. Ta-ra. For when threatened with the mutes and your heart is in your boots, tarantara. There is nothing brings it round like the trumpet's martial sound, like the trumpet's martial sound, tarantara, tarantara, tarantara. tarantara, tarantara. Becoming an ex pirate. The Pirate King and Ruth, my nursemaid. There we have a piece of news for you, my lad. Uh, tell him, Ruth. Well, Frederick, it seems that you were born on the 29th of February, in a least year. But I have just reached my 21st year. Yes, but you were apprenticed to us until your 21st birthday, which will occur early in 1980. My goodness. That means I'm about five years old. I don't feel five years old, especially when I look at you, Mabel. Don't go back to the pirates, Frederick. Will you wait for me, Mabel, until
1: 1980?
2: is now our foe. Oh, nasty job policemen. Depriving fellow creatures of their liberty and all that. Mabel, I tell you, a policeman's lot is not a happy one. Not a happy one. When a felon's not engaged in his employment, his employment, or maturing his felonious little plan, land. his capacity, for innocent enjoyment. Less enjoyment is just as great as any honest man. Honest man. Our feelings we with difficulty smother. When constabulary duties to be done. To be done. Oh, take one consideration with another. with another. A policeman's lot is not a happy one. Oh, when constabulary duties to be done, to be done. The policeman's oh. lot is not a happy one. Oh, Happy one, happy one. Happy one. When the enterprising burglar is not a burgling, not a burgling, when the cutthroat is not occupied in crime, he crime. loves to hear the little brook a gurgling, brook gurgling, and listen to the merry village chime, When the coster's finished jumping on his mother, on his mother, he loves to lie a basking in the sun, in the sun. Or take one consideration with another, with another. The policeman's lot is not a happy one. Oh, when constabulary duties to be done, to be done. The policeman's lot is not a happy one, happy one. Father, the bushes are moving. The trees are moving toward us. Shh. Frederick and the pilot. they are sneaking up on us like like burglars in the night. Listen. Surrender to us! Surrender and die, Major General Stanley! Surrender and die, that seems a little drastic. From a sense of duty, Frederick has told us of your deceit. You are no orphan. No, but if you kill me, all my daughters will be. Silence! Prepare to die! Now, just a minute, King, just a minute. To gain a brief advantage you've contrived, but your proud triumph will not be long live. Don't say you're orphans, for we know that game. On your allegiance, we've a stronger claim. We bid you yield. victorious name We yield at once With humble mean Because with all our hearts We love our queen Yes, yes With all their hearts We love their queen Away with them And place them at the bar One moment Let me tell you Man unmove that statement here, because with all our faults we love our house of tears. I pray you pardon me, ex-Pirate King. Tears will be pierced, and youth will have it fling. Sullivan. Thank you very much. Clark Dennis and Lucille Norman will be back in just a moment. And our thanks to Paul Keith, the Pirate King, to Virginia Reese, to his Ruth, and to our entire company. Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance was dramatized for the Railroad Hour by Lawrence and Lee. You know, back in the days of World War II, I remember what a thrill it was to go home for a visit. And I know thousands of veterans will remember what it meant to save up the dollars for that trip. That's why it's good to hear But this year, the railroads are again offering special reduced rates for military personnel traveling on leave during the Christmas holidays. From December 15th until January 15th, our men in uniform can make a round trip in railroad coaches for about two cents a mile. Now here again are our guests, Lucille Norman and Clark Dennis. Well, it was a real pleasure doing Gilbert and Sullen with Norman and Dennis. Uh-huh, it was fun, Gordon. Tell me something, Gordon. Is, it re- is there really a place called Tenzance? Well, there certainly is, Clark. It's a famous British seaside resort. It's, uh, well, like saying the pirates of Palm Springs or the pirates of Pismo Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you heading next week, Major? Well, Bonnie Lass, we're heading to Scotland for the magic of the lovely musical hit Brigadier. Marion Bell and say, looky here, Clark Dennis will be our mm-hmm. guest. <laughs> well, we'll be listening. Hmm? What am I saying? I'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, Gordon. Good night, folks. All aboard? Well, sir, it looks as though we're ready to pull out. And so until next week, goodbye.
1: The Penzance was presented by special arrangement with the Tams Whitmark Music Library. Gordon McRae can be seen starring in the Warner Brothers production, The West Point Story. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for The American Railroad. And now, keep tuned to your Monday night of music on NBC. Transcribed. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
0: The character of Major General Stanley was widely taken to be a caricature of the popular British General Sir Garnet Wollesley. In the original London production, actor George Grossmith imitated Wollesley's mannerisms and appearance, particularly his large mustache, and the audience recognized the allusion— wallesley himself according to his biographer took no offense at the caricature and sometimes sang i am the very model of a modern major-general for the private amusement of his family and friends the pirates of penzance continues to be performed frequently to-day after more than one hundred and forty years In 1981, an especially popular Broadway revival attracted modern star casting, with Robbie Benson, Peter Noon, Treat Williams, Jim Belushi, Patrick Cassidy, Pam Dauber, Maureen McGovern, Andy Gibb, and more cycling in and out of productions on Broadway and the road, much as actors do today in productions of the musical Chicago. The revival became so popular that a live performance of the production was captured on film and shown on PBS, and a motion picture version was adapted from the production with Kevin Klein, Linda Ronstadt, Rex Smith, and George Rose repeating their stage roles, with Angela Lansbury joining the cast as Ruth. So popular was The Pirates of Penzance in the early 1980s that an alternate film version of the musical entitled The Pirate Movie was released in 1982, starring top young stars of the day, Christy McNichol and Christopher Atkins, combining songs from the original stage production with new original songs written especially for the movie. Heard in today's production... Irish-born actor and singer Clark Dennis, who was active in show business from the 1930s to the 1960s, he began his career working with various big bands and with pin-up girl and actress Betty Grable, and he earned the title of, quote, heartthrob, unquote. He went on to work in musicals and was signed to major recording labels covering show tunes, Irish folk songs, and popular songs of the day. Lucille Norman was an in-demand radio and concert personality and stage, film, and television actress active in the 1940s and 1950s with appearances on Broadway and in Hollywood, where she appeared opposite Judy Garland, Gene Kelly, Randolph Scott, and more. Theaters across the country need your support now, more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber.